0: I'm Brian Goldfinger from Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. We'd like to wish you and your family a happy and a safe holiday season. Everyone here at my law firm hopes that you don't need our services, especially this time of year. Visit goldfingerlaw.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lum. speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors completed a thrilling comeback. 17 points down they were to the Memphis Grizzlies, who shocked the Raptors by scoring 71 points in the first half. This is... The uh, lowest scoring team in the league, not the worst offense. They just play at a slow pace and they don't score much. Um, but nope, the Grizzlies, man, they they jumped all over the Raptors in the first half. They could not miss. I, I could, I mean, going back, <laughs> I had the luxury of not watching this game live because um, I was out watching uh, Burning at TIFF. That's it's a really good movie. I mean, it's if, if you don't mind watching two and a half hours and basically watching Korean subtitles, but. Um, Yeah, so I got to watch this game uh, on tape delay. And when I came out of the theater, it was around halftime. And the Raptors were, I mean, I was just shocked. I mean, how could you give up 71 points and a half to the Grizzlies? And, you know, people were giving all sorts of complaints. Like, you know, man, they're getting to the rim too easily. You know, bad foul calls, blah, 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 blah. You know, some turnovers. The turnovers point is true. I mean, the Raptors did commit some turnovers. But really, when you look back at it, the Grizzlies just made some impossible shots. (laughs) I'm thinking, like. Marcus like, the ball would just, like, the pass would barely touch his fingertips, and he would just, like, volley it up to the rim, and it would go in, and we're talking, like, 30 footers he would hit like this, and honestly, through three quarters, the Grizzlies were shooting 9 of 10 from between 14 feet out to the three-point line, that's insane, that's just insane, I don't care, and, like, I mean... I, some of the shots they were hitting was nuts. I mean, like, M- Mike Conley, I mean, he's the king of floaters, no doubt. I mean, he's got the best floater game in the league. The man hit a f- leaning floater with a with Fred Van Lee right on his hip from beyond the free throw line. Like, it, these were just incredible shots that the Grizzlies were, were hitting, and the Raptors were down. And, you know, as the game sort of progressed through... Um, because it looked like after the first quarter, the Raptors were doing well. Like they were scoring well against the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are obviously known for their defense. The Raptors played at a good tempo. Um, they were able to get three point shots, and like it, things were looking good. But in the second quarter, there especially the Raptors, you know, started getting quite frustrated when the Grizzlies kept hitting shots, and then they started turning their frustration towards the refs a little bit. There was a couple of no calls. Surge picks up a tech for basically mocking uh, Marcus on a uh, basically a moving screen where. You know, Gasol kind of sells the contact, and then, you know, Serge sells, like, basically just mimics him, uh, and he gets attacked for that. And then, uh, like, about a minute later, um, Kyle Lowry is guarding Garrett Temple on the ball, and, um, you know, Temple kind of uses his left arm to clear out Lowry, and Lowry falls over, no call on the play, and the Grizzlies score, and, um, yeah, I mean, Nick Nurse. I think this might be his first tech of his career, but, uh, you know, he reams out a referee, and he gets called for a tech. And, you know, it just seemed like the Raptors were unraveling a little bit. There were many some dumb turnovers that was leading to, you know, easy points for the Grizzlies in transition. Um, and, yeah, the Raptors were down at half. They were down, um, let me just do some quick math here, 59 to 71, right? So they were down 12. They were down 17 as much, um, you know, as much 17. Uh, I think in the third quarter there, the first play of the game or second, uh, the, the first play of the third quarter, Um was Marcus all getting wide open for a pick-and-pop three. And so it looked like, man, the Raptors aren't going to respond. Oh, but the Raptors responded. The Raptors responded with a 63-38 to 38 run, basically, um, to open the second half. Uh, and, you know, A, locked down their defense. You know, it, it was a much better defensive effort. Now, of course, that helped that the Grizzlies stopped hitting impossible shots. But a lot of seamless switching, a lot of really good rotations being made. Uh, the Raptors a lot more sort of connected. uh and also, just offensively, they were they were really strong. I mean, like, the Raptors hit 18 threes tonight, and that was the major reason they won. I mean, you could even argue the Raptors got a little bit too hot. And I mean, but seriously, the Raptors just played great offensively all night. And there's a couple of places you want to – I really want to credit that too, but the one guy I really want to highlight tonight is Nick Nurse because the adjustments that he made to in tonight's game were perfect. First off, I think the game plan was really solid. You know, push the tempo, um, uh, you know – and basically forced Grizzlies into taking mid-range shots, and it wasn't working in the first half. But the Raptors didn't shy away from that strategy at all, because I think you know the results weren't there. But like the Grizzlies are going to eventually cool off, and I'm happy that he didn't change his scheme there. He didn't try to like switch or press up or anything like that. Later in the game, he, tr- he did a little bit of switching, which kind of threw the Grizzlies off, which I think is good coaching again. But for most of the game, they stuck to the game plan, and it worked. The Grizzlies eventually started hitting some shots, and you know they did better that way. But also, I thought Nick Nurse made a couple key adjustments. One. Uh he got CJ Miles out of the game. CJ was uh trash for the first half. Just trash. He only played five minutes, was a minus four. He was getting cooked by Omri Caspi. Omri Caspi, by the way, is now shooting the ball like he's lifting a box. Like I, I don't understand how he's doing that, but it, it's like he's it's almost an underhand free throw. Like, I don't know, man. I, it's the only player in the league with a shot worse than Markel Voltz. Although the, I, I think Caspi actually can hit his jumpers, but still it looks awful. It it honestly looks like he's Basically doing a squat um, with a weighted ball in his hands. But, um, yeah, I mean, Caspi was just cooking miles. I mean, like, and, you know, I think Nick Nurse basically figured, like, look, we're not going to make this comeback if we put (laughs) this sieve of a defender back into the game. And so he shortened the rotation. He put Kawhi Leonard in uh, with the second unit to start the uh, fourth quarter when Miles would usually come in. So Miles got stapled to the bench for the entirety of the second half. And it's a great move, man, because the Raptors were able to be obviously a lot more locked in defensively. And also I think Leonard just gave the bench another um, focal point to sort of play offense through. And uh, even though Leonard didn't have a very efficient game tonight, um, the Grizzlies – the reason for that is the Grizzlies sent two defenders at him at every single opportunity, like blind doubles from everybody, Serge, Pascal. Uh, Og, I mean, like just everybody, lawn, like just he was just getting blitz from all angles, so it's hard for him to score that way. Um, but in the fourth quarter, there, you know, those blitz, those blitzes really did turn into open threes, and you know, there was a moment where, you know, the Raptors had made this comeback, they, they you know, trimmed again seventeen point lead down to about you know, three or four, like, close to about a one-possession game. And then the Grizzlies, like, hit two threes, and it was like, man, okay, well, it's a nine-point game. Now the Raptors might have folded, might run out of gas, who knows? But then the Raptors responded beautifully, um, you know, uh, OG with a corner three off some great ball movement. Again, the Grizzlies sent too many defenders towards Kawhi, and eventually they swung the ball, and OG got an open three, and he hit it in the corner. Then DeLon Wright on the kickout from, I think, either Fred or Kawhi, but he gets a wing three, and then uh, Fred VanVleet hits a a three on the wing as well, and all of a sudden it's a tie game, and at that point, you know the Raptors basically just continue to cruise while the Grizzlies kind of tailed off. So I thought, you know, great... Benching C.J. Miles was definitely the right move, especially in a week where the Raptors are not playing back-to-back. You can extend Kawhi's minutes a little bit. It's a great recognition by Nurse. Um, I like that part. And then another thing was just... You know, he kind of recognized that, yeah, well, the Grizzlies are going to send all these double teams from, uh, you know, whoever, right? So if you're going to, pl- if you're going to, you know, have Kawhi sort of attack, you know, just set up a shooter on the strong side. So either they can't send help or when they do send help, you can swing it to that guy. And I think the Raptors were really efficient um, to generate some open looks. I mean, again, they hit 18 threes on 33 attempts. Um, you know, a lot of that was, you know, the Raptors you know, positioning themselves great. And also, I think another benefit was just, you know, Kawhi was getting a lot of rebounds today. I mean, this is his third straight game with double-digit rebounds now, 10 rebounds tonight, and he would get those rebounds and then push it up the court, and he would get easy looks. I mean, he got Van Bleet two threes um, off that same sort of uh, idea, and the Raptors, you know, basically cruised after those two threes by Van Bleet. I mean, um, so, I mean, just a good job by Nick Nurse, really, to identify what was going wrong in the game. And then sort of, you know, act accordingly. Um, you know, he also uh, limited Va- Jonas Valanciunas' minutes. And I think, y- y- especially in a game against Gasol, you might be tempted to put your big guy in there and try to, like, hold him down low. But that's kind of exactly what the Grizzlies want you to do is to, like, funnel your offense towards Gasol. So, um you know, I thought um, Nurse sort of riding heavy with Ibaka was, was a good move because Ibaka was really good on defense down the stretch, especially since Nurse had Ibaka sort of hedging on the three-point line and really shutting down Mike Conley, who was already having trouble with Fairbairn Bleed. Um, just overall, great game from Nurse. I'm really happy with the way he managed the team tonight. And on, on you know, In terms of individual players, I thought Kyle Lowry really stepped up today. I mean, there's a lot of games where, um, you know, Kyle has to sort of Take on more of a scoring loan, and he kind of refuses to. Tonight was not the case. Uh, you know, Kyle was a little bit hot from threes. He hit five of eight, and part of that was because he was able to play more off the ball. Um, you know, this year he hasn't really been able to do that because Danny Green is not really a ball handler, and Kawhi Leonard is a ball handler, but he looks to create for himself, right? So there has been nearly as many opportunities for Kyle to you know have people set up offense for him. But uh, again, credit Nurse. You know he had Van Vliet playing a lot of minutes with Larry, and a lot of those times, you know Van Vliet was able to create, and Larry was able to spot up. And you know Larry got a couple of spot ups today. Really got himself going. Got to the rim a couple times. Um, you know his pick and pop game with Ibaka is just so nice. I mean in the third quarter there, they just ran the same pick and pop like four times, just screening, rescreening, and it was just like Ibaka's movement has gotten so much better at <laughs> getting himself open. Um, and Kyle is always, you know, a very heady player, so he's always going to get his big open looks. But you know, great game by Kyle in terms of just pushing the pace, in terms of you know getting his own offense, in terms of scoring. Again, the Grizzlies were really loading up on Kawhi, so you need someone else to step up. And that secondary scoring is always a concern of mine throughout the season. And I'm not saying that this negates all those concerns, but if Kyle can do this more often, then yeah, of course he would not be nearly as concerned. I mean, the Raptors are otherwise mostly a perfect team. Um I thought Ibaka again his defense in the fourth quarter phenomenal um you know really getting up on Gasol uh and then also you know just switching and communicating and just everything and the fourth quarter defense with the Raptors was really solid the Grizzlies only had 17 points and also the little pick and pops and stuff like that uh was really good um Danny Green just money he kind of kept the Raptors in it early on I think he had 12 points in the first half um, just by hitting a couple of threes, and, you know, the Raptors needed some offense. I mean, when you're giving up 71 points, the only way you can really solve that is if you play defense or if you are pretty hot yourself, and Danny Green was basically the Raptors' go-to guy in the first half. He got a couple of points there and kind of cooled off in the second half. Didn't really, you know, it wasn't really as noticeable, but really it was because his minutes were taken by Fred, and Fred is a guy, you, I mean, what a game by Fred Van Bleet. Best game of the season by far. Um, 18 points in 22 minutes, perfect 6-6-6 shooting from the field, 3-3 three three from the three-point line, 3-4 three from the free-throw line, three assists, three steals. Um, just incredible, incredible performance of Fred Bleat. I mean, uh, his, de- his on-ball defense against Mike Conley was uh, just incredible. Conley finished with 20 points on 7-19 shooting. You will take that. You will definitely take that. And a lot of that was because Bleat was um, just completely up on him. And this is one of those first games where, I mean, I've criticized Nerds for basically looking too heavily to Van Vliet as his defensive stopper. But with a guy who's small and quick and sort of relies on small bursts of quickness um, and change of direction, like, you know, a player like Conley, like, that's exactly who you want on the ball is Van Vliet. And Van Vliet was... I mean, part of his you know, Nurse's good call to put Van Vliet on him, but also is great just great defense by Van Vliet. I mean, this is better defense than he's played all season. And then also offensively, I mean he was just really good at getting his offense. Same thing as Kyle basically, but you know, keeping his dribble alive, getting to the basket a couple of times, and then the the spot up threes. Like just a great game for Van Vliet. Um, you know, he gets my first star for sure. And then second star, I'm giving that to um I give that to Kyle Lowry. And then third star, we're giving that to Kawhi Leonard, who Kawhi, 17 points on 5 of 11 shooting, uh, 1 of 4 from deep, 6 of 9 from the free throw line. Nice. Um, You know, obviously, that's a very below average scoring game from Kawhi, but it also indicates that, you know, the Grizzlies were really, really aggressive against him. And that's why he only got 11 shot attempts in 37 minutes. Um, But he was able to adjust. I mean, he contributed in other ways 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, a block, plus 12. You know, that's Kawhi. It's nice to have a star player where and even when his offense isn't going, he can still contribute in many other ways. And, uh, you know, that's what a leader does. Um, and then in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, there's a couple of players you can go with here. Because the Grizzlies, I think, ultimately are not a team that has sort of very, very superior talent. I mean, Gasol having 27 on 10 of 14 shots is nuts, but again, I think a lot of that was hot shooting. Garrett Temple was definitely going to win the Gerald Henderson Award with the way he was playing the first half, but I don't think he scored in the second half. Um, So I'm going to give it to Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green, a bit of a physical presence, really put a body on Pascal uh, and got a couple offensive rebounds off of him, had 13 points, 7 rebounds, 5-9 shooting in 27 minutes. You know, nothing too spectacular, but... um, yeah, I mean, Jermichael Green, I thought he was actually pretty effective in two big lineups. I thought the Grizzlies should have w- went back to their two big lineups. They kind of shied away from it when the Raptors downsized. It was one of those rare cases where the Raptors actually actually able to make an opponent downsize. Uh, you know, traditionally, it's been the other way around. Teams have made the Raptors downsize. But yeah, I mean, I thought you know if the Grizzlies gave uh, Green more minutes, especially alongside Gasol, I think they probably would have won this game because... Jaron Jackson, as much as he's looked impressive, he looked like every bit like a rookie tonight. I mean, just nonstop moving screen fouls, um, you know, only four points on one of four shooting in 19 minutes, three turnovers. Yeah, Raptors kind of bullied him, but uh, great win for the Raptors. Seriously, way to show some grit, way to show um, adjustments, again, by Nick Nurse. A lot of toughness from the guards, a lot of toughness from Kawhi, and they just got this win. I mean, the Grizzlies are at a... A really good defensive club. The Raptors shot 61 percent from the field and hit 18 threes, and also got to the foul line 28 times, 25 assists, um, and 122 points overall. Um, just a great, great performance for the Raptors. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all the hype is now set. The Raptors are 18 and four. Wow, 18 and four, riding a six-game win streak. They return home uh, on Thursday. They will play the Golden State Warriors, who will probably have Steph Curry in the lineup. It's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be probably the most anticipated game of the season, Um, and I can't wait to see how the Raptors stack up. Win or lost, the Raptors are playing really well right now, and hopefully they can keep it going. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'll be back on Thursday to recap that game.